Welcome to the More Than Just Dumbbells podcast. Her name is Kitty Truax. And his name is Jason Lindsay. That is as far as you know, Kitty. Boom shakalaka. Did you meditate today? I did, actually. What time? I meditated at 1 p.m. For how long? For about 20 minutes. Did you fall asleep? No. How'd you feel afterwards? I felt rejuvenated, refreshed, and ready to deal with you. I'm (laughs) sorry. That's why you did it. So, wait... Did you? How'd you feel before? Actually, quite tired. And then you were rejuvenated. And then I rejuvenated. How do you feel? How do you feel about those days when I call you twenty six times? <laughs> I don't mind it. Actually, you become you've become quite an endearing presence in my life, Jay. <laughs> you, I don't even know if Dan knows that, but the, uh, you know, my brain. A bit, there'll be. I hey, bet, what do you think about this, Truex? I bet. Hey, the, I bet the this? record is seven times in one day. Don't you think? <clears throat> I didn't mind it. Yeah. It was All fine. Right. It's good. Because I always figured you wouldn't answer if you did voicemail. Be, I appease you. I hold w- space for your ideas. Yeah, well, hey, somebody does. Yeah. That's the, what friends are for. So we are the More Than Just Dumbbells podcast. We are. And we are excited to announce, I mean, not only, well, if you've been listening and we appreciate you as a loyal listener. Thank you. Then, and if you're new, we Welcome. appreciate that as well. That uh, we've kind of changed the name. It's called More Than Just Dumbbells. Because we do talk about more than just dumbbells. We do, we, and we like that. It's catchy. We like that that title. And, other and we are more than just dumbbells as well. One of us is. As well. And the <laughs> website <laughs> the website is powerblock.com. We're sponsored by Powerblock, powered by Powerblock, however we want to yes. call it, which is the world's best dumbbell. Powerblock's built different. Powerblock is a wonderful product. Go to powerblock.com to get home fitness equipment, specifically dumbbells and kettlebells and accessories. And instead of spending money on a home gym that you can cost thousands of dollars. A rack for a rack. Get the coolest look. Here's what my favorite thing about PowerBlock is not only is the adjustable dumbbell in general, and there are competitors, I'll be the first to admit, it's just a cool concept. Save space. I agree. Right? It's like a weight stack. But ours are the coolest looking. Yeah. And they'll last the longest, the best customer service, all that good stuff. We have two podcasts per week. I don't know if that'll ever change, but that's the current format. It has been for a while. I dig it. And I'm one, glad we did that. The, the, one of them, like today's, is a guest podcast. The interview sessions. The interview sessions. And the, we should get a vampire on. Okay. The vampire. the vampire interview sessions? Yeah. I'm in. Interview and, with a vampire. And the one on Thursdays that comes out on Thursdays, and the beauty of podcasts is you can listen to it whenever you want. But the Thursday, the one that comes out Thursday morning is a just you and I. We t- we tackle topics like meditation. Yes. And and burning fat. Burning fat. And gaining muscle. Burning man. Burning. Burning man. Oh, burning man. Burning fat. We haven't done that yet, but we're going we to. We will because we had somebody who I don't have his name in front of me, but we got a, an email. We'll call him out on the podcast. Podcast at powerblock.com If you want topics covered, he said I I'd love to learn about fat burning workouts. And I said, I, I, booyah, I, re- I responded to him. Booyah. And I said, dude, just listen to the podcast. It'll be there. And then you actually gave him some ones to use immediately while he's waiting for that did podcast I do that? episode. See, you short-term did. Short-term memory loss. You did. I was really, really impressed <laughs> were, with you. Were they, were they, fat? Were they good? Were, they were, were great. Okay. They didn't suck. All right. All right, cool. Well, hey, listen, who do we got on today? Her name is Melanie Taylor. And who is that? She is an influencer. She's a mom. She is a rad disciplined. She shows up for herself super accountable. And she's actually extremely motivating. Her Instagram is motivating AF. You know, I've poked around on it. And you do more of that than I do. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she is, she's got, po- now, she's got power blocks in almost every post, but that's not why we have her on. I mean, that does help, by the way. But by the way. disclaimer here, not everybody is a power blocker. You know, not everybody's gotten product from us, you know, in exchange for a review. Some have. But some have, but some have. And I, I don't know where she falls, and it doesn't matter. I just She's know that. She's got two pairs. I, I just know that she, whether she was power block, I mean, we wouldn't have her on if she was using a competitor. I get that. But she loves our product, and if you go to her Instagram page, you'll see why. 
And what do you think she's going to be? What What are listeners going to like the most about Mel, Melanie, Melanie? Melanie Taylor. Taylor. Correct. Now, I think that she's coming from a space that a lot of women are coming from. Being a mother, looking to take care of themselves, be accountable to their body again after having children. And I think that her perspective and her positive nature and the changes that she's made are actually probably going to hit really big with a lot of our listeners. Let's get her on. I'm hoping so. Let's do it. We'll be right back. Boom. You're listening to the More Than Just Dumbbells podcast, sponsored by PowerBlock. After the show, head on over to PowerBlock.com and check out the wide variety of adjustable dumbbells. Please, they pay our bills. We would appreciate it. And now, back to the podcast. And we are back with a special guest, Kitty. I'm really excited to have on the podcast. Well, she's a lot of things, and I'm sure she can uh, fill in the gaps here, but she was a college athlete, right? Yes. And she's a pretty big deal deal college athlete, and she's a runner. She's a fitness person. She's influencer mom. She's an influencer mom. She's got more power blocks than we do. That is the truth. And... uh, and what is her name? Melanie Taylor. Melanie, how Melanie, you doing? Once people get to know me, Mel's usually the perfect perfect way to go. So that was a great intro. Thank you. Well, hey there, Mel. Melanie, nice to meet you. Melanie, nice to meet you. Thanks for uh, you know your time today. And you are in Canada. Is that accurate? That is correct. I am currently at home, which is uh, just outside of Toronto. Just outside of Toronto. Are you originally from that area? I am, yes. I have lived right around the Toronto area my entire life, save for the few years that I was in the States for a college, which you guys just mentioned in the intro. In the Midwest. Wow. Yeah. Co- college yeah. in the Midwest. Where did yeah. you go to college? I went to the University of Detroit in Detroit, Michigan. Wow. So Detroit so, and Toronto, both, I like to point out to people who don't, they probably don't care, but are both farther south than Minneapolis, latitude-wise. <laughs> the more you that know. That is a, a very true point. Yes, you know your geography. <laughs> Good for you, brother. Yeah, yeah, Good yeah. for you. <laughs> so you were a D1 athlete. Do you want to, I'd love to know, how did you get into that? What did you play? And, you know, how did it kind of shape your fitness regimen, if you will? Good question. Absolutely. Yeah, so I was a Division One player. I played softball for University of it's University of Detroit Mercy, but we we did go by University of Detroit at the time when when I was there. And I was a four year starting catcher on the softball team. And how I got there was kind of you know I mean I, I probably traveled a similar path uh, a lot of high school athletes take, but I ended up, I guess I should backtrack, it is harder for Canadian athletes in a lot of ways to get that exposure to coaches in the state to be able to have those opportunities. Even though there is a lot of talent here, it's more about sort of advocating for yourself. We, We don't necessarily have the best high school sports system for some of the smaller sports. Obviously, things like hockey we have big programs for but for something like softball it was more more a chance of sort of really advocating for yourself and making the right connections and I happened to to be very fortunate I was selected for an all-star team that was made up of mostly Americans and a few Canadians and we went and played a tournament in France which was a very cool experience we got to play against some of the French national teams and some of the Dutch national team and the 
the head coach who who had that team was organizing some showcase skills tournaments uh, in the States, and I was invited to that. So then I was able to start getting exposure to some of the Division One and Division Two coaches for softball. And so that is what led me to being able to make contact with the, the coach who ended up giving me a scholarship was at one of these sort of skills showcase tournaments. And I performed well and then was able to very, very fortunately have a full ride to University of Detroit. It definitely was one of the one of the best experiences of my entire life. I have so many great memories, you know, being able to play at basically that is the top level of your sport. I, I didn't have the Olympics on my radar. So that was, you know, kind of the high for me. And so I definitely enjoyed it. It, it. it was good, but it, it was a job. It's a, you know, it's a full-time job. If you guys have had uh, experience with other athletes, I'm sure who have been on the podcast, you know, you're and anyone who's ever been to college themselves just knows that even to get the credits to get out the door and graduate is a lot of work. And then, you know, you're adding on to that every day, at least one of practicing, playing, weightlifting, conditioning, therapy, you name it. It's, you know, it's like a full-time job on top of that. So you said you were a catcher, and I, I just have a question for you. How are your knees, Mel? <laughs> My knees are fine. My hips are not the best. <laughs> Man, yeah, that had to be hard on your body. Wear and tear on the body. Yes, absolutely. Did, did you, Melanie? You so you played for four years at University of Detroit. I did. Okay. Yes. And. What was your major? My major, it wasn't the same as when I uh, went in. I went in as a sports medicine major, and they ended up in the middle of my first year deciding, making the decision to cancel the program, which was hard for me. And I I could have continued on and finished it, but because there was no new students coming in, it was, I don't don't know, it just didn't feel like a great fit for me. You know, there was a lot of, everything was kind of falling away from it. So I kind of floated majorless for a while and I ended up graduating with my degree honors business administration with a concentration in marketing which I've never used. <laughs> so I did I actually dove pretty deep into your Instagram and I saw that you have an autoimmune disease is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. How did that so, how did that change your outlook, your mindset, you know, your daily routine once that once you found out you had that? Yeah. So just about 10 years ago, I just really out of nowhere, started to experience a lot of debilitating pain throughout my entire body. Like I couldn't wear closed toe shoes. I had trouble, you know, removing my arms from sleeves for someone who had been such a, you know, for all intents and purposes, high, high performance athlete to, to all of a sudden have my body shut down was actually really probably one of the more difficult things that I've ever been through in my life and so I was very fortunate to get some good doctors right away and get some tests and I I do have an autoimmune disease I have rheumatoid arthritis and it took some you know kind of uh, tinkering with medications but I've been able to find a really good combo that uh, allows me to still work out if you follow my Instagram, but do things in a really smart manner. So the days of training for really intense things like half marathons, those are over. That's just, you know, too much sort of abuse on my body and um, really sort of building in smart rest and recovery days, eating well, 
prioritizing sleep, all the things that we're supposed to do that maybe when we're younger and we don't necessarily make time to do those things, you know, it forced me to to do that. And amongst those 10 years, I certainly have had times where I have had flare-ups and I've had times where I, I'm not able to work out at all. And those are really challenging to get through because working out is something that I really enjoy it's part of my identity it's part of my you know sort of mental health strategy so I always just have to keep things in perspective that it's not going to be forever you know when these flare-ups happen I just have to kind of keep it a perspective of I'm going to keep doing what I need to do and you know we know that muscle has memory and mm-hmm. it'll come back I'm not going to lose everything when I can get back to the weight and and what would you tell someone or what advice would you give what space would you create for someone in that same boat? How would you tell them to, you know, how would you keep them motivated? Yeah, I think um, that's a good question. I, I think it's important. I mean, I, I would certainly say that I definitely have had times where I have had brief pity parties for myself when this has happened. But I think in the end, you know, you yeah, you can't accept what it is that it will always be this way you have to you know really sort of try and shape your mindset that it can get better and if if this doesn't work you know then we can pivot and move to something else you know i've had times where i've tried different medications only to find it gets worse and it is really really discouraging and so i just kind of would say to someone you know nothing is ever final and you know it's it's okay to say okay this didn't work and let's pivot but always thinking of you know getting better and it's not going to be this way forever i i had you know my last setback was almost three years ago so it's been really great and i just kind of kept it in mind that i'm going to get back to it you know our bodies are resilient we can do this i like that don't be afraid to pivot melanie yeah no that's awesome did you so you you mentioned the pity party so i don't want to you know spend too much time on this but you know, was it, is it like, is it safe to say you, you, as you mentioned, you can't, you can't train for long distance running like you used to. And did you, did you run a lot of marathons and half marathons? <laughs> Not a lot. I, I ran two, but I, I ran with, I think it's in the U.S. as well, definitely in Canada, a store called The Running Room. And they have, they have clinics where you can sign up and they also have a run club so you can show up. And so it was more like, you know, this big community where I would show up to run club a few times a week and you're running with the same people. And so it's, it's more about sort of that camaraderie. And again, sure. at that time, you know, I did identify as a runner, even, even though I'm definitely not a runner today. And so realizing the second half marathon, actually, I was really injured and not realizing I hadn't been diagnosed yet. But now looking back, I can see that those were some symptoms that were starting to come through. You know, this is just too much that's taxing on the body. And so that was really difficult. And so, but again, using that word pivot, you know, I've been able over the years to really more move into weightlifting, which actually my body responds a lot better to, and it's not as hard on on the body as running is. Let's talk about that, about weightlifting. And this is, you know, the more than just dumbbells podcast powered by power block. Power block. <laughs> but it's, but it's not a you know it's not an infomercial about power block it and but I do want to ask you because I've seen your posts and you have power blocks in a lot of Almost them. Almost everyone. 
is if you wouldn't <laughs> if you wouldn't mind if you can remember take a minute or a second or whatever to think back to you know when you first learned of power block and you know why you why you use them and you know or the benefits of yeah lifting sure. heavy yeah yeah sure it's actually uh, kind of I think it's a funny story when I look back on it now at the silliness of it but when I first started lifting weights you know everybody has a set of fives and tens at home and then as you get into more of weightlifting you realize okay I I need more I'm running out of weight very quickly but you know, power blocks are an investment. And I know you guys have been on my Instagram a lot. And I, you know, shout the virtues of them basically every day. But at the time, I wasn't quite sure, you know, am I committed to this? Am I going to do this? So I actually bought one power block, (laughs) not a pair, I bought one. And I thought, if you can prove to yourself that you're gonna, you know, lift regularly and make this a part of your routine, then, you know, if you can do this for three months, you can go out and buy that matching pair of (laughs) the power block. So it, you know, wasn't the best strategy, obviously, probably for making great gains. But, you know, it really did make me feel like I was progressing because I had so much more selection in the weight. Even at that time, I was, you know, what I would consider myself a beginner. I was using, you know, the set that that only goes to, to 24 pounds and it was perfect for me. And I did get that matching set. And you're right, I have multiple sets now, which I, I love them all and I, I can't part with them. And I mean, I have shouted it all the time I, I i do believe power blocks is a, is a big part of my success because i have a small space in my gym uh, right in my basement and it just allows me to continue to push the weight that i'm lifting you know if i look back at what i was doing three four years ago it was much less weight and because i have the power block i'm able to just keep going and pushing it up incrementally but then also having that smaller set to do accessory work those they still get used all the time too. So nothing's gathering dust in my basement, that's for sure. Yeah, I love that you used another power block to reward yourself for using a power block. I love that. Start with one power block. That could be a marketing, you know. Start with She knows about marketing. Ask her about it. Yeah. Well, so so uh, what was the, Melanie, what was the time frame between buying the one and getting the the match? I I think it was about three months I think three months was kind of the time frame that I had given myself um, to really show like you know I I think I had bought it maybe in the summertime and then thought okay you know there'll there'll probably be like a Black Friday sale and you can wait and see that'll be your target to be like okay are you going to go out and buy this you know next next power block and so it you know it made for some awkward lifts if I was needing to use two weights you know I'm stacking like a 10 and a 15 in my one hand and the power block in the other hand but you know that was the the starting the base point of my commitment to myself and to weightlifting and so you know I had that first set and I think within a year I had my next set to even add more weight and (laughs) it hasn't stopped from there. I kind of want to go back a minute you mentioned you you called yourself a high performance athlete. Now, do you have kids? Do you have kids, yeah. Mel? Okay. So, did you take? I do. Yeah. Did you take time off of your fitness routine after your kids? After you had? I, I mean, I did. I I used the birth. So my kids are seventeen and fourteen, and so when I had my daughter, I used a half marathon 
race. It was my first half marathon, actually, as a goal race after I had her. So once I was, you know, cleared to go back to activity, I started training with the idea of running a half marathon as a kind of a goal to really get back into my fitness and, you know, being not just a mom, but going back to, to my athletic side as well. What I really enjoyed, and I, I want to talk about your Instagram because your Instagram, deep diving on your Instagram actually made me go work out. I just want you to know that. It motivated it. me in that moment to go work out. And I saw that you do a lot of strength-based goals rather than aesthetic. Like, I'm losing the baby fat. It's more like I'm upping my weight game. How do you feel has that kept you consistent to your goals? Yes. First of all, I want to say that I love that it made you go work out yeah, because if, you know, what first started as just sort of documenting my journey has really been able to have a positive influence on others, which keeps me going when the days days are sometimes hard. I, I really do love hearing that other people are impacted positively. And, you know, I often say that consistency is my superpower. So I I do think that the Instagram world is really beneficial in a lot of ways, but I do find it troubling for a lot of the posts that can be really, I think, dangerous from an aesthetic sure. point. And, and obviously, we, we all want to look good. That is the goal for sure. But my goal is always strength. And yeah. especially, I have a teenage daughter. And so it's really important for me to be, you know, modeling being strong, you know, eating a lot of food and powering my body, not being a certain size or, you know, dieting or any of those things because I don't believe in them and I wouldn't want to post it online for others, but I also want to model that at home with my kids as well for for how I believe we should all live. I think all women, you know, we could probably get into a whole deep dive about the the pressures and, and everything that are on women. And so I think that strong looks good on everybody. And that's what I love to see. Mm. Strong looks good on I everybody. Thank I, you. So Melanie, I, I, I do drink coffee. I know you don't, but I also do it for the tacos like you do, which is great. <laughs> I love that post. And yes. so that's that's awesome. How would somebody, because I, I do, I agree, Kitty, everybody should be jumping on her Instagram, yeah. if only to be motivated to work out. How would they find you? She got you? me. Is, it's, is it at what? Yeah. How do we find you, Melanie? Uh, so it's, it's at Melby's underscore fitness. So my nickname in college was Mel B. So it's M-E-L-B-Y. Sorry, M-E-L-B-Y-S underscore fitness. And it's just, it's a place where I, you know, document the, the good and the bad of this journey. A lot of power blocks, kind of, kind of my life. I, I try and, I try and help people as I can. I am just getting to the end of my personal trainer certification. So I'm hoping to be able to provide influence and help to a lot more people coming very soon. You answered my next question. Where yeah. can we, what, what can we expect from you in the next couple of years? So I'll, well, we'll be keep watching you. What you can <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I, I definitely have, I'm a student of lifting, trying to use a lot of proper form. And I, I definitely try and help people where I can, but I, I would never want to, you know, give advice or set up training programs for someone without the qualifications to do so. So it's been something I've been eyeing for a while and I'm just going through that process right now. And so, yeah, I'm hoping to be able to expand that in the future. Wonderful. Melanie, 
we uh, we do something new now on the podcast, and I did not tell you about this. Ooh. I forgot to. I've been trying to Uh-oh. tell everybody. Uh-oh. So I'm going to let, just don't go anywhere. I'm going to let uh, our sound guy, Dan, take it from here. So this is going to be fun. Don't be afraid. All right. Thanks for having me on. All right. Basically, Melanie, here's what's going to happen next. We have a new segment on the podcast called The Fitness Inquisition. So basically, we're going to ask a couple questions, and we're going to see how you go. There's no pressure. There's no prizes. Well, I shouldn't say that. No, there's a prize. If you can manage to outbest and win today's competition, we're going to send you a free T-shirt with Power Block on it. With Power Block. All right. So if everybody's ready, let's let's start. Tell her how to to shoot. How many questions? How to buzz in. There's going to be five questions, and the way it's going to work is I'm going to read off the question, and if you know the answer, I want you to shout out your name. Your name. So your name is your buzzer. The first name I hear, I'm going to pass that over to you, and you have the opportunity to answer the question correctly. If you get it right, we'll let you know. If you get it wrong, we'll let you know. Yes, you will. All right. <laughs> so, going forward, do we have any questions? All right. Let's get. Uh, no. Okay, get it, Melanie. Let's get ready to play the Fitness Inquisition. No one ever expects the Fitness Inquisition. All right, here we go. Like I said before, we've got five questions for you, fitness-related. And when I say related, they are loosely related. So they could range anywhere from fitness to health to nutrition. Uh, It could be sports-related. Crops. It, It could be anything. So, all right, so here we go. Corn. First question. This is a uh, nutrition-related question, so I'm going to give you a little bit of a hint to start with. Nice. What is the chemical name for salt? Oh, God. Kitty. Uh, Kitty? Oh, shoot. Uh, Sodium. No, son of a bee sting. Sodium chloride. Yes. Sodium chloride. I was was thinking you wanted the chemical symbol. (laughs) I would accept that as well, Oh, that would have been good, too. N-A-C-L. Oh, I have the chemical symbol in my head. Yeah, N-A-C-L. Sodium chloride. Yeah. Okay. On to question number two. There are three major types of muscles in the human body. What are those three types? Mel. Uh, Mel? Jason, Uh, next. Skeletal, cardiac, and smooth. (laughs) That is 100% correct. Nice job. My uh, training is coming in handy here. (laughs) Yes, you guys are competing against someone who is currently studying for their personal trainer. (laughs) Good luck. Good luck with that. Okay, here we go. Number three, I'm pretty sure this one isn't in part of your physical training questionnaire, but we'll see. Okay. Where would you find the smallest set of muscles in the human body? Jason. Jason? I, I got to take a chance. I'm All right. Uh, in the ear? That is oh, correct. Good boy. It is in the it's ear. It's tied up 1-1-1, one, one, and one, isn't it? Good job. That is correct. We are, we're in a tie right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Going down. Nice job, Jay. Going down. Quit. Question number four. The 1970 film, Hercules in New York, starred this Mr. Olympia winner. Kitty. Kitty? Arnold Schwarzenegger. That is correct. Okay. Very good. And now... Chris is on here. Here we go. Okay, question number five. Where was the first organized indoor game of ice hockey played? Jason? Jason? Toronto? 
I'm sorry, that's not correct. And this one has a bonus question. Mel, yes, go ahead. I'm going to say Montreal. That is correct. And this question also has a bonus. If you can get within five years of when that first game was played, I'm going to give you a second point on this one. Is this for anybody? Oh, my goodness. This is for Um, Mel. This is for Mel. Yep. Was it in the, oh, I don't even know what century it is. I'm going to say 1915. Oh, close, but not quite close enough. 1875 was when the first organized indoor hockey game was played. Anyways, you still got the point on that. So that leaves us with a tie. So Kitty has two points and Mel has two points. So we're going to have one more question. We're going to have one more question set up as a tiebreaker and winner takes all. So final question. On the average human body, what is the largest muscle? Mel. Mel? Go ahead, Mel. Uh, skin. That would be the largest organ, but we're looking for the largest muscle. Oh, shoot. You're right. <laughs> I'm going to say the quadriceps. That is incorrect. Isn't it gluteus maximus? That's what I was going to say first. It I is the gluteus the maximus. So, all right. Uh. Okay. Congratulations. You got to keep going. All right. got to keep going. I do have one more bonus question. So we're still at a tie. I've got okay. one more bonus question. This is regarding the Olympics. The Olympic athletes competing in, the weight, in weightlifting get a total score from a combination of what two lifts? Anyone? Uh, and Mel. Mel? Trying to think back to Tokyo. Clean and jerk. Yes. And... That is correct. Wow. That was legit. (laughs) And Mel has won the competition. So what size of t-shirt can we wear? shirts. Dan, we're out of shirts. shirts. (laughs) (laughs) What? I sweat I'll send you some power blocks instead. (laughs) Just kidding. Nice job, Mel. All right. Good job. Yes. I will, I, will, I will follow up by email with your, uh, I need your shipping address and your size, size shirt. So I'll look for that later today or tomorrow and we'll get you a power block shirt. And if you want to follow her on Instagram, oh, because I, I can absolutely say that it is very motivating. It got me off of my butt and moving and grooving at Melby's Fitness, M-E-L-B-Y-S underscore fitness. Word up. Thank you. Melanie, thanks yeah, for your time. Thanks so much for having me on. That was great. We'll, we'll have you on again once you're a certified personal trainer. We'll get you on in a few months. I'd love it. Awesome. We love you. Thank you so much for supporting Power Block as much as you yeah. do. We appreciate you. Thanks for your time. Thanks, guys. Have an See, awesome thank day. Thank you so much. See ya. Okay. I love how she said a boot. Did she say she a She said boot? it a couple times. I loved it. There was, yeah. I've told you that story many times that there was. She rocked us, by the way. She did really good at well, the Fitness Inquisition. Yeah. I mean, I mean, she did better than you. So everybody has. <laughs> Although technically, I got that the third question. You did. So I'm, I, I'm glad. technically it would have been two, two, and two. Well, and you did saying. have the Maximus too. That's the one, one I got. Yeah. The, and then I went to got the last one though. I that's those are good questions. They were um, great questions. I mean, Dan. The, the, uh, I'm not criticizing, but he he's good at this. At least from my, it's an. I was like Arnold. That's an obvious answer. He's not going with Arnold. And that's why I went with it. You know, because it was obvious. That's about the only yeah, one. Well, that's the only one I got. Mr. <laughs> Michael Hearn? I could have said Michael Hearn. Did he win Mr. Yeah, he did. He wasn't right? born yeah. in 1970, but... That's true. Okay. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> he, actually, he was born in 1970. Probably, yeah, yeah, He's yeah. 50. No, he's at 53, waka. I think, so he's born. What well, doesn't matter. Well, she, no, she was good. That was uh, that was that was a good guest. I like I like Melanie Taylor. 
I'd like to dig in deeper to, I bet she has some nuggets for getting back into the game. Like I wanted to ask her a lot more about getting back into it after having kids and what that looked like. She's got some great before and afters on her Instagram if you want to check, check, check that out too. Yeah. No, I dig it. Great mindset on that one. So awesome we, attitude. So we've got, Kitty, thanks for uh, doing the deep dive on that. And uh, thanks, Dan, for the questions. Dan, you rock. And we have an email address called mystory@powerblock.com. Truex, why would somebody send an email to that address? We love to hear stories of your benefits, your results, why you enjoy utilizing power blocks, what transformation have you gone to. It doesn't have to be huge. It could be five pounds. It could be, I decided to start showing up for myself during the pandemic, and this is what happened. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, we just want to acknowledge you. We want to give you praise and high fives and good vibes. Here, here's one that I would love. I would love somebody who was like, you know what? I started meditating while sitting on my power blocks. That'd be a good story. That would be a great but, story. But hey, here's the deal. Maybe you'll be the one. I might. If somebody w- didn't have a story or didn't feel comfortable sharing the story, but had ideas for podcast uh, topics or wanted to criticize or compliment or just reach out to us and say something, how would they do that? They would get a hold of us at podcast at powerblock.com. Okay. Da, 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 da. And what if somebody wanted to just email you and not have me see the email. How would they do that? You don't even know. No, I don't have an email address Kitty at morethanjustdumbbells.com. Hey, yeah. Kitty at morethanjustdumbbells.com. Yeah, that's the plan. Dan, we, that's, I'm not, that, I can say that, right? Because yeah. that's available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, we're happen. going there. Oh, yeah. We've oh, went yeah. there. Yeah. We're done. done. We're in it. Yeah. 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 Thanks have, for having me on, Can you have Jay? those forwarded to me? <laughs> Absolutely. Come on, give me a shot here. Jeez. <laughs> You're welcome, Kitty. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Subscribe, share, all that good stuff. We, we, we're going to keep this going. We're growing it. The More only, the only way we can grow it is if you're like, hey, you should check out this podcast. These guys have good guests on. These guys talk about this. They talk about that. And I've went out there listening to some competitor podcasts. I'm sorry. I just, we, you know. You man. listen to the competition? Yeah. And this isn't. That's, I mean, that's good. And, it, and yeah, it's good and bad. Hey, hey, listen, what have you realized? I'll take the email from somebody who says, I, I, I fell asleep, you know. I remember that email. Felt and Mr. Felton. I'll take that, the criticism. I will, honestly. Well, it, it, but I, so, but I gave 90 seconds to a certain competitor and I was like, I remember. Yeah. All right. I enjoy this podcast. I'm glad that our listeners are enjoying it. Thank you so much for being a part of the Power Block Squad. We enjoy it more than just dumbbells coming at you. Peace out. <laughs>